Welcome to another episode of the Walk the Line podcast. I'll be your host, Greg Sowers, and today's topic, we'll be talking about mental toughness and having confidence on and off the ice. Um, so we're actually going to talk about a, another resource. I know we touched on the um, NCAA resource a couple podcasts ago. Um, there's tons of hockey resources out there, and hopefully by listening to this podcast, you'll get to to hear about those and maybe learn about several resources that you didn't know about before. But um, along with any sport um, that you participate in, it's not just your your physical skills, your attributes. It's not how tall you are. It's not how much you weigh. Um, it is part of it, but a big part of the game that's often overlooked um, is the the mental toughness side. You know, the things that are going on in, in between your ears, um, and obviously the the confidence. Uh, you know, to to perform at the highest level. Um, and, and perform at the, the best you can um, with your, your given skill set. Um, and I think it's also important to note that, you know, you can work in the gym and get bigger and stronger, but there's also things you can do to, you know, improve your, your mental toughness, some exercises, visualization, um, you know, positive self-talk, having affirmations. Um, and we'll get into um, a great resource that I, I think you can learn about these things, and it's, it's hockey-specific. Um, but but just before we get into that, um, a couple of podcasts ago, we, we talked about mistakes and how to uh, overcome mistakes, how to deal with mistakes, how to deal with your, your personal or your teammates' mistakes. So we won't touch uh, too much on that, but let's just remember we want to have that, that short-term memory. Um, let's not think about your last shift and, and what happened, negative or positive. Just uh, make sure you're focusing on your next one and how you can help your team um, the next time you're out in the ice. So you don't want to be the kid who's who's moping and, and being negative. Um, you want to be that positive teammate um, and stay mentally strong so you're ready to go um, when your num- number is called the next time you're on the ice. Um, and another part of being mentally tough, obviously it is so much easier to be negative than it is to be positive. Um, you can see that on, on social media. I'm sure you can see it with your friends at school, You know, people you work with. Um, when one person starts being negative, it's way easier to catch on and be negative alongside that person um, instead of, you know, maybe standing up for somebody and, and taking them the more positive route. Um, and that, that's the quickest way to, to break up a team, right? Um, you don't want to pile on the negativity. You want to try to, you know, figure out solutions uh, and figure out a way to correct um, whatever that problem may be. Um, we also want to focus on having that winning mindset. Um, you know, nobody's going to win every single game, um, you know, for the rest of their life. Sure. Some people will have undefeated seasons. That's great. Good for them. But even within that winning season, you're going to lose a board battle. You're going to take a bad penalty. So you're going to come across some type of adversity and you just want to make sure you're having that winning mindset of I'm here to do a job. I'm here to do the best I can. Um, and even if you happen to lose, you know, a shift or a period, just make sure you're coming back out and you're trying to win that, that next, whatever it may be. Um, and staying focused, right? Um, obviously a lot of distractions are out there. Uh, mom and dad in the stands, coaches watching, and you got pressure from your friends, your teammates, you might have a girlfriend coming to watch you. Um, but the only one to control, you know, what you do on the ice is, is you, um, Try to push out those distractions um, and, and focus on what you can do to help the team. That doesn't mean to be to be selfish or or alienate you know yourself from anybody. 
um, but just make sure you're focused on the the task at hand um, and and sticking to you know your team goals and your individual goals um, p- kind of part of that staying focused is um, you know controlling your emotions uh, there's lots of highs and lows to the game um, bad penalties bad shifts coaches yelling at you, yeah um, you don't want to get have your highs get too high and your lows get too low um, you kind of want to stay in that even kind of even mindset um, you know controlling your anger uh, controlling your happiness because if you go out there and after scoring a big goal and you're not ready for that next shift you know it, it could easily just come back around and, and go the other way um, I think a, a big part of the emotions is obviously hockey's a game of a game of emotions and anger and frustration and officiating or your teammates is a is a big thing that happens and um, you know, it takes the mental toughness and mental strength to, you know, maybe not blow up on somebody, um, not yell back at the ref, um, just cope and, and manage your emotions in a way that you're going to filter those into a, a more positive um, aspect of your game. Um, you know, even, even as a coach, you know, it, <laughs> I'm getting better at it, but there's definitely times where um, you know, I, I don't agree with the call and I'm find myself yelling at the ref. Well, is the ref going to change this call? Nope. Is it going to make my team play any better? No, it's just going to distract them. And same thing goes with, with your teammates and yourself. If you start yapping to the ref or yapping to a teammate or, um, going over and over or above and beyond, uh, yapping against a, an opponent, um, you just want to make sure you're, you're not distracting yourself. Um, and staying in tune with what everybody's trying to accomplish. Um, another side of mental toughness is, you know, we talk about, you know, going to the gym and you're able to train your legs, you're able to train your quickness, your speed. Um, but what can we do to work on, you know, our mental toughness, um, you know, within ourselves? Um, obviously, there's there's goal setting, um, you know, laying out a plan. This is what I want to do this year um, as far as my points go this is what i want our team to do this year this is how what i want to improve on Um, and then a long-term goal you know i want to go play division three hockey d1 hockey i just want to play college hockey i just want to play in beer league you know set those goals for yourself um, not just long-term ones but short-term ones as well it'll keep you know you focused your teammates focused and and from a coaching perspective that's something we do with um all the teams i coach so even my peewees this year, I have Bantams did the same thing. And for our high school program, um, the, one of the first things we do before we get on the ice is, you know, what's, what are our goals going to be for this year? Um, and make sure they're obtainable. They're specific. They're not, well, we want to go undefeated. Okay. Well, that's a great goal, but what are the odds of that happening? Is that plausible? Can it, you know, can we do everything in our power to make that happen? Sure. Everybody wants to win every game, but Let's make the goals obtainable. Um, you know, we want to come top three in our league. We want to move up to the next division. We want to make our league playoffs. Um, and so not only with team goals, I ask our players to set individual goals. Um, you know, what are what are things you can work on um, throughout the year? And then, you know, I'll give those player profiles and goal setting sheets back to the, the team. And, you know, some, sometime throughout the year, if things aren't going our way, you know, we can look at those those checklists and those goal setting um, worksheets that we put together and, and see where we are, see if we've met any of them, see how far we are away from meeting those goals. Um, it's also a good thing to look back on to think about what your mindset was 
two or three months ago now that you're in the middle of the season. So highly encourage, you know, the younger players out there to, to write things down, write what you're trying to accomplish, what you want to improve on, um, and almost set a little report card for yourself um, and see, see if you've met those goals um, throughout the year. Um, so we talked about obviously writing things down, getting things out on a piece of paper, but um, another big thing is visualization. Um, you know, and every player is different. Uh, I, I tried to visualize before games and, um, and it, for some players it works for me, it personally, I don't, it did not work with my, my mindset. Um, I found when I visualized in the locker room before games or try to do it in between periods, I would almost get into a state of, of being too calm. And, um, I wasn't revved up and ready to go for the game at that point. I was just too much into my head, overthinking things and, I definitely needed to be more loose and just go out and play. Um, so just cause we're talking about it now doesn't mean these things will work for you. They're just suggestions, but um, there's a whole <laughs> sports psychology dedicated to, you know, these things about visualization. You know, if you're trying to go out there and score that night, you know, but the night before, what am I thinking about? I'm reviewing my goals and I'm thinking about putting that puck, you know, just under the crossbar from the, from the blue line. I'm thinking about toe dragon. I'm, you know, you can think things into existence. Um, so again, it may not be, you're doing it in the locker room before the game, but the night before, um, though, those things can go a long way if it works for you. Um, and then developing a routine. Um, you know, as we get older, um, we try to fall into a routine. So we're doing the same things before every game, before every practice. If you tape your stick a certain way, if you, have this meal four hours before your game. Um, it just helps you get ready and prepare for, you know, the next time you're on the ice. Obviously, as a, a younger player, when you're playing two or three games in a day, um, it's a little harder to fall into that routine. But um, just try to get something consistent. You know, I tape my stick, then I go warm up, then I get inside, then I take off my left shoe. Like, you don't have to be neurotic about it, but, you know, have some type of uh, plan um, going into your game, uh, just like, you know, if, as a parent or as a, um, an adult listening to this podcast, you know, how are we going to, to work every day? You know, you get up, brush your teeth, shower, do whatever you got to do, get in the car. Then you're driving to work. You're sitting at your cube, right? There's always a process to make sure that you're ready to go each day, whether it's, you know, work, whether it's school, um, or whether it's getting on the ice for a practice or game. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of nutty stories about there about NHL players having routines, um, uh, guys using different skates every period, um, guys doing the smell and salts before periods. There's just, you know, whatever is going to get you ready to go. Um, and the more you play and the more you practice that routine, uh, the more you can fall into that. Um, and, and touching on the confidence thing, I think all of this mental toughness and, um, you know, visualization and having a positive mindset and, you know, staying focused, a lot of that will build up your confidence. Um, but we all go through times, you know, whether it's hockey, whether it's life, personal self-confidence, um, you know, where you're not feeling the best about yourself. And um, obviously there's sports psychologists that can, that can help with that. But, um, you know, you just want to be confident in your, your abilities as a player, your abilities as a person. Um, you know, it's, it's okay to be confident. It's also good to be a little cocky. Um, but for a lack of a, a better word that I can't see it, say on this podcast, you want to be, 
you know, confident and a little cocky, but you also don't want to come off as an absolute wiener. Um, just make sure you're, you're still treating your teammates the right way, um, but be confident in your abilities. And let's just say you're not getting the ice time. If you're confident, um, you know, we talked about this before, but take that confidence and ask your coach in a constructive way, you know, why am I, um, you know, not on the ice at the end of the game when we're down a goal? What can I do to get in the ice at the end of the game when we're down a goal? Um, just, you know, be confident in yourself. And if you're doing the, the work um, off the ice mentally, um, you're getting your stuff done at home, you know, you can be confident because you're checking off all those boxes leading up to your test, your practice, your game. Um, and you can build that confidence on your own. Um, so uh, we talked about having a resource for this. Um, I've actually read this book a few times um, while I was playing. Um, I've recommended it to a few players as well. But uh, the book's called Hockey Tough, uh, A Winning Mental Game. It's written by Saul L. Miller, and it's actually um, on Amazon for 35 bucks if you wanted it new. Um, again, it's called Hockey Tough by Saul L. Miller. And it goes through all of these things. And what's great is, you know, there's a bunch of a bunch of resources out there, hockey specific or not, but this one is purely for hockey players and it actually gives homework. Um, you know, it's asked you to set goals for yourself. Uh, talks about being mentally tough th all the way through the book. Um, and I'll actually just read um, a quick little description here for everybody. Um, and then I can tell you more about where to find it in the author. But uh, so again, hockey tough, Saul L. Miller. No hockey player can reach his full potential without mastering the mental side of the sport. Hockey Tough provides players and coaches proven methods for mastering the mental side of the game. Author Saul Miller shares the psychological training and emotional management techniques he has successfully taught individual hockey players in teams for over 20 years. Throughout the book, NHL stars such as Mark Messier, Pavel Bure, Chris Pronger, Marcus Naslin offer insights and tips on a variety of topics related to achieving a winning mindset for the sport. These players can explain how to focus and score, how to deal with personality conflicts on and off the ice, and how to bounce back with confidence after a subpar performance. Um, obviously, there's more to that, but um, I think that's a pretty good summary uh, about what this, uh, this book can offer. Um, it's a little bit older now. It came out in 2003, uh, but I think a lot of the, the information still stands and is relevant. Um, obviously, he mentions the NHL guys that offer insight on those things, but um, you know, it might be a, a little bit of a heavy read for our, our younger guys, but if you're in high school or college and you're looking to take your game to the next level with with the mental side, um, obviously it's a big part of the game. I, I strongly uh, recommend this book. Um, again, there's a bunch of other resources out there, but this one I've dealt with personally. And I, again, everyone I've, I've recommended it to has enjoyed it as well. Um, so that'll wrap up today's episode. I know... Um, went through a lot there, uh, mental toughness and, and confidence included, but um, I'll include uh, that book again in the, the show notes as well. Um, but again, if, if anybody has any topics they'd like to discuss on the podcast or somebody you'd like us to interview, um, please feel free to reach out and let me know. And we, we'd love to make that happen for you, but um, that'll wrap up today's episode. Um, hope you enjoyed and everybody have a great rest of your week. Thanks.